Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for joining me on this Tuesday morning for another edition of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I just get to talk to the most amazing guests, and um, it's one of the reasons why um, I love doing this show, and today is no exception to that. Um, So today, my guest is Mary Kay Kemper. She refers to herself as an entrepreneur and a mentor, but we're going to have a really interesting conversation, just a little bit about her story, about her perspective on why we get into the habit of just kind of living on default and why it really doesn't have to be like that. Because self-care, when we prioritize ourselves in a way that really honors us and allows us to live within the scope of what we truly believe is possible, everything can change. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited that we get to chat. Hello. I am so honored and excited to be here. Yay. So I know you and I were chatting a little bit before we got on, before we got online here, but I would love to hear just if you could just summarize a little bit about what we had talked about, just give my audience a little bit of background about you, how you got started in business and really what you do now. Yeah. Well, it, uh, you know, my sort of journey began you know, uh, on Wall Street, as we talked about earlier, I I graduated college and I went to the street, right? The middle of Manhattan and kind of living the dream, you know, selling high yield bonds for JP Morgan Chase and thinking that you had it all together. And um, my sort of world came a bit crashing down on September 11th of 2001, when my brother was tragically taken from me. And Uh as anybody listening who's been through anything of any Uh loss, you really, you know, you know how hard it is and how much that really makes you stop and take a sort of a a look at your life and say, what's it all about? And, you know, right after my brother passed, it was very much a a mental and, and uh, victim mentality, if you will, of why me and how could this happen to me? And it was so comfortable to kind of go into this sort of safety blanket of, okay, I'm just going to throw it all in the trash, right? And I'm just going to uh-huh. live my life and I'm going to just see what happens. And and honestly, my childhood, I was raised, you know, many people might be able to relate in an Irish Catholic household where you were meant to be seen and not heard, uh-huh. and, you know, and uh, meld in with the wallpaper. And God knows if you had something to say, you wouldn't say it because that would be selfish, you know, yeah. and that yeah. might be viewed as arrogant, right? Yeah. Let's not call attention to ourselves, right? Right. Let's not yeah. call attention to ourselves. So I was very much, as you say, living this default life of what was expected of me, you know, mm-hmm. and what others expected of me. And so, you know, the grind, right? You just yeah. are surviving and you're showing up and you're doing what you got to do, but knowing that there's really no joy, there's really no happiness, but not really understanding that I had any control over that. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Like I didn't think that that, well, this is just what I was given. This yeah. is the life I'm supposed to live. Or people say it's just the way it is. 
It's just, I just know it how it is. It's just, this is normal day to day. This is just the way it is. Suck it up, buttercup, right? Suck it up, buttercup. And maybe some people can relate to this too, but the messaging also from that sort of mid twenties of my life was find yourself a man to give you the life you want. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I wasn't raised with words like empowerment or, you know, certainly being an entrepreneur was not something that, you know, I ever was exposed to. Um, but women didn't really get to dream, yeah. you know, in my world mm-hmm. <laughs> at least. Right. Yeah. So you just kind of find yourself a man, you, you get the life you want, you know, you get the white picket fence and you know, all, all that. Right. And, you know, shortly after I lost my brother, I, I did meet a man mm-hmm. and we were engaged within the year, married within the year after that quickly started a family and I had absolutely no idea who I was. Yeah, no. so you just kind of got lost in the day-to-day life, right? A thousand percent. Yeah. I got lost in the day-to-day life. And three kids later and the dog and the half a cat, you know, you know what I'm trying to say, right? Mm-hmm. You just are going with the motions. Mm-hmm. And it was in my, I, I was about to turn 40, as a matter of fact. It was my 40th year of life. And I started to feel this real urge and some people may call it sort of their intuition. Some people may call it like a soul twitch, you know, that there was just this yearning inside of me. Mm-hmm. I kind of identify it as my brother uh, yeah. trying to, you know, speak to me from a higher place, but yeah, get your attention. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, it was sort of like, there's something more, there's something more. And every time I sort of started to think about it, I would just push it away, obviously, because it's scary, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, what is, what am I supposed to do with this? Mm-hmm. Um, and anybody who starts to go on this sort of personal development journey knows that things have to go or habits have to go. And that's yes. scary as can be. Yeah. When they no longer align, they have to go away though. They have to go away, but gosh, isn't it easier to just say, but this is what I'm supposed to. Totally. Right. That's why so many people just stay where they are. Just stay where they are. And um, so thankfully (laughs) I I didn't stay where I was. And I started to really ask those questions and, and dig a little deeper as to, okay, what does this mean? You know? And you know, my mantra really quickly became, it's not in the how, it's in the allow. Because I had no idea how I was going to, you know, sort of figure this all out, you know? No, I love that. Not in the how, but the allow. In the allow. That's a golden nugget. Yeah, yeah. And so, and and honestly, we all, we all do have a purpose, there is a path for each and every one of us. And yes. I do believe that our job here on this planet as a human is to really sort of go in search of that. Yes. You know? Yes. And 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 allow it to happen because what I've learned is that what is meant for you will find you if yes. you're open to receiving it. Yes. You know? Yes, so, I could not agree with you more. Right. So I did. I went on this journey and you know, um, my uh, my job, my current job that I love so much as an entrepreneur uh, approached, I had somebody approach me and offer me an opportunity to help start a beauty and skincare company in the network marketing industry mm-hmm. called Lime Life by Alcone. Uh-huh. And 
And I helped start that brand up 10 years ago and had no idea what I was doing. I mean, talk about fear gates. I mean, I had every fear in the book. I still was not clear on who I was, where I was going. I just sort of trusted. I had this extreme blind faith, which I also think was my brother. me. I'm and, sensing that too. Just the more you talk, right? the more I'm sensing like, that too. Yeah. He was holding my hand through this and it became like this vision for mm-hmm. me of this company is going to save your life. And yeah. this company is going to have you find your impact and your purpose. Yeah. And I had no idea what that was going to look like. As a matter of fact, I was very intimidated by makeup at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, never thought I was you know, an entrepreneur, a leader, somebody that people would follow or want to join or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, all of those things was, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. But you trusted because that's, I mean, that's basically what you did. And I just put one foot in front of the other and Mm -hmm. within a little less than four years, the company grew to an over $120 million company a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah which is unheard of almost in the network marketing world. Um, I have over 15,000 people under my leadership. My team alone sells over 50 million a year. And gosh, I don't, this, this is all because I believed in myself Mm -hmm. and I allowed myself to take one foot and say, there's got to be more. Yeah. So, so I would love for you, for us just to take a minute and kind of talk about this concept of believing. I talk about belief a lot and with my audience and in the system that I teach, I like to use a compass in my teachings because I talk a lot about your future direction. So I would love to dig in a little bit here and just hear your philosophy around how do you just start believing? Okay. (laughs) Well, A lot of times you need someone else to believe in you before you believe in yourself. Yes. I'm glad you said that. Yep. And I really mean this as far as support Mm -hmm. and who are you surrounding yourself with and who is the energy that you're in and that you're listening to and that you're allowing in, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, everything is energy, right? Yes, absolutely. Everything. Everything. Yeah. the sooner people realize that that alone makes the world such an easier place, you know? Well, and we are, we are energetic uh, creatures really living in human form and like energy always attracts like energy. So the best way to attract people that you want to be in your world is to become the energetic equivalent. Now for somebody who is struggling, you know, in their day-to-day life, or maybe someone who used to live, you know, the way that you talked about, Mm-hmm. You know, I, what I can hear from somebody right now, especially when it comes to this whole message of putting yourself first, prioritizing yourself and believing in yourself is, yeah, that's easy for you to say, you don't have my life. What do you say to that? Mm. Well, oh, gosh, for me, that's like a, a little bit of a twofold answer. Mm-hmm. Um, we are all free, right? Yep. yep. And there's an amazing quote by Voltaire that I love. Man is free at the moment he wishes to be. And, and that's, that's really it. We are free. So yes, are certain people born with certain 
you know, perks or, or easier lives a thousand percent, Mm -hmm. you are free and you have a choice and every, every day day you have a choice to make, you have a choice to make. Yeah. And, you know, some of the the most successful people in the world, right. We're all going to be brought to our knees Mm -hmm. at some point. It's a matter of who gets up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And who gets up and who keeps going. Yeah. Um, And that is the best part is that it's in the struggle that you learn the most, right? Well, it's, we get focused on the end game, right? We get focused on, and like in my world, we get focused on the goal, right? Losing the weight, getting ready for the race, you know, getting in shape for the reunion, whatever, whatever it is, I'm just making those up. But we get focused on the angle and we forget that the whole reason for the goal is so that we learn the process because the process never just stops. We don't just get up one day and say, all right, I'm done learning. I'm here. Oh gosh, no. Right. <laughs> no, I, it keeps getting, you know, more and more to learn the more you yep. yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully if you're looking at it in the right way, the, the process will continue to mirror back to you, not right. only where you are, but who you're becoming. That's right. And also the second part of that is really um, understanding your self-sabotaging behaviors, right? Yeah, right. Um, that that was a, a huge turning point for me because, again, that's like energy that you're putting out there, right? And mm-hmm. so for somebody who might sit there and say, well, that's easy for you to say because of X, Y, and Z, there, that's to me, that's being you're self-sabotaging yourself and living in this victim mentality, Mm-hmm. Um, rather than looking at the world as limitless opportunities, which yes. is what it is. Yeah. Well, possibility is, is always around us. Oh. And everything is available to us at any given time. And mm-hmm. I think since we're ha- since we're in since we're human beings, like living in a, a physical body, if you will, you know, we we we're so conditioned to look at things that we can see with our eyes, right? things that we hear, things that we smell, things that we observe. Mm -hmm. And we think that because our senses don't recognize something, that it's simply not there. And that's really not true. Everything is available to us at any time because in in the real world, okay, you know, Mm -hmm. there's no really no such thing really as the future. It's just a matter of what we are able to see at any given time. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and then to just keep going. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's another thing, you know, it's patience. Mm-hmm. You're not always going to, you know, a lot of people, at least in my experience, give up. Right. They're like, oh, I tried. I had this dream. I tried. It didn't work. Must not be meant for me. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, honestly, I've been in business almost 30 years now, so I totally get that. And that, right. there have been plenty of things that I've worked on that just haven't quite come to fruition. But what I've learned to tell myself as part of my daily mantra is, is that that's, that is, that's, if I really believe in my heart that that's what I want, then it will be available to me, but maybe it's just not available to me right now. Doesn't mean that it's not going to be available to me. So what I'm trying to say is that, you know, we have to remind ourselves, um, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, we have to remind ourselves that we ultimately have the power at the end of the day because we get to decide what things mean for us. Yes. And also, you know, sometimes it's even bigger and better and greater than you could yes. have ever imagined. Yes. 
That's often the case when things often don't work out. Often the case. Often. With, at, least in the, at least from the standpoint of, well, that's not what I thought it was going to be. You know, we get so focused on thinking things have to be a certain way. That's right. Right. Like, well, because it didn't show up like this, because the money didn't show up by this time, it's just not meant to be. Okay. All right. Maybe it isn't meant to be like that. Doesn't mean that it's not meant to be. It just means like that. It's not meant to be. Right. Right. That's right. And in my experience, the, the toughest of times, the most challenging of times have been the moments that have propelled me to the greatest of places. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, and even in my own business, like for me in a network marketing situation, you lose one of your, what we call legs of your organization. Uh That could be devastating, right? That could be absolutely horrible to a paycheck, to an organization. You could wake up in the morning and think, oh my gosh, this is all crumbling. When in actuality, sometimes something needs to go or somebody needs to exit in order to open the opportunity and the energy to something bigger and better. Absolutely. That might not not come along the next day. Totally. Right. It could be years down the road, but that's the staying the course part, you know? Yes. Yes. That's the having the vision, knowing that you're worthy of good things Mm -hmm. and that you absolutely deserve what it is that you desire. Yes. And then staying the course for it. Yeah. It's just, it's buying in 100% that that's what you're available for. So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. That's exactly really speaking more about what you do want versus what you don't want. I was just, um, I, I hear this so much from not just from my clients, but from other people too, that they, you know, they, people make such a point to talk about what they don't want. Well, you know, I know I don't want this over here or whatever it is. Yeah. And the last time I tried that, this is what happened. And that's not what I want. And the last thing I want to do is wake up one day and be here. And so my question, my, my rebuttal to that is always, okay, I'm very aware of what you don't want. Let's talk about what you do want. What is it that you do want? Let's talk about that. What does it look like? What does it feel like? Who are you when all that is going on? Because this, these are just ways that we're not taught to really talk about, right? No, no. And, and also, you know, on top of that, there is energy in your words. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when you start to, you know, vocalize what you don't want, be careful. <laughs> More of what you don't want is yep. show up, correct? I mean, our thoughts really become, you know, words which become reality. So, and that is something that has been so true. And listen, 
we're all human beings. We're not always 100% speaking, you know, truth and what we want and all goodness and, and totally. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to be careful of your words and your, yeah. your choice of words and um, the power that that holds on your yep. life. What yeah, absolutely. So I'm just wondering from a personal perspective, being that, you know, we've talked a lot about like the aha moments that you've had and the yeah. the journey that you've been on and the amazing success that you've had. I'm just, I'm wondering, because I know that probably some people in my audience would be curious about this too. What are some of the things that you do every day to prioritize yourself other than the mindset practice, which obviously in business is huge. It's huge for everything. It's but um, but like what types of self-care practices really work for you? So I'm a big meditator. I'm also a big one to pray. Um, for me, my mornings really start with gratitude. Um, I think everything, abundance, all of it, it stems from gratitude for what you do have, right? Yes. Or, and that what you have is enough. Do we all want more? Of course. Mm-hmm. But really meditating, um, I spend at least five, hopefully most mornings, 10, really just meditating on all the things I'm grateful for and just getting myself in that very positive sort of thought process. Uh-huh. Um, it's essential to how my day goes because you really can take anything the day throws at you if you live in that place of gratitude. Yeah, it kind of sets the tone for you. It really, really does. And and I think that that's sort of the basis of just self-love and self-care because, you know, listen, we all have the bad hair day and we all can look in the mirror and pick apart the one thing we don't like about ourselves (laughs) or what have you. Um, But I really try to really love on myself and say, you know, I'm okay. I think that that's, you know, we're raised, especially women are raised to, you know, you need to be with other people and nurturing Mm -hmm. and caring for them and taking care of them and all of those things. But to just know that I'm whole and complete. Yeah. I'm okay. You know, I've been a single woman now, a single mom to three kids for almost five years, actually more than five years. Gosh, time goes so fast, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, listen, it's it's lonely being a single mom, right? Mm. Um, but I get a choice. I can either sit and say, I'm lonely, or I can say, I'm okay. And if if it's meant for me to have, you know, love again in my life or a relationship, that will happen too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So really just remembering to, you know, we're going to have the negative thoughts. We're going to have all those, you know, moments and really self-care too, for me is allowing yourself to feel those emotions through Mm -hmm. the day. Um, Mm -hmm. So many times also as women were told, you know, buckle up or stop the tears or it's not that big of a deal or what have you, but Mm -hmm. really learning to feel feelings has incredibly opened me up to specifically my business, um, you know, leading and mentoring over 15,000 people. You do take on a lot of people's emotions, but totally, but well, really, but I think emotions really tell us a lot because it's evidence of what we're thinking. Number one, exactly. and it, it, it's to learn in right, and it goes a long way with, with helping us with our self-awareness. And yes. you think of the people in the world that are afraid to show that they're you know, vulnerable or upset about something. It's like, you know, we're conditioned that we need to suck it up and keep going. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And so allowing yourself, no matter where you are in that, in your world to Mm -hmm. honor that emotion and how you're feeling, because that's really going to tell you so much about where you are, you know, emotionally, physically, mentally. Yeah. Uh, And and allow yourself to kind of sit with it. But, you know, as my coach often reminds me, it's like, we just, we want to be really careful, you know, where we choose to live, right? We don't want to you know, we if we stay somewhere for an extended period of time, we may not like what that produces for us. We're certainly entitled to how we feel. But I think you really want to be careful what you consider to be kind of your home base too. Oh gosh, yes. You know? Yes, yes. You know, yeah. back to yeah. who are you surrounding yourself with? And yeah. Are you yeah. around the dreamers and the doers, right? Or are you around the people that are but oh, this is as good as it gets, you know? Yeah, or that you will put yourself in the room with people who are going to challenge you and people who, to your point, what you talked about at the beginning of our conversation where, you know, sometimes in order to get us to believe, we need somebody to believe in us. Well, put yourself in the room with people that are going to do that. And sometimes it, it can be scary for us because everything that we think we're not good at can be on display. But we all, I think we all have to remember We've all been there many times, whether people want to admit it or not, right? Yes. Yes. And when you're as evolved or or working on your own personal development, you're always going to find yourself in situations where you might have to create a better boundary, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that that's probably the number three thing that I do, or I I really exercise for my own self-care is boundaries and, and knowing and being aware of when one needs to be set. Um, and it's not easy. It is not easy. You know, I was recently to share with your viewers quickly, a personal story. I was recently Uh in a relationship and had to end the relationship because it was unhealthy Uh um, for many reasons. But when you really care about somebody, it's very hard to put that boundary in place. Yeah. You know, yeah, of course you want to help you want to, you know, be that nurturer and be that empathetic person who says, I'm going to help you, but we have to remember, we can't help anyone but ourselves. Yeah. Well, we have to help ourselves first before we can help other people. Right. And people have to be wanting and willing to help themselves. You know, Um, we can see incredible beauty in people and we can Mm -hmm. see incredible greatness in others, but they have to see it in themselves. Um, well, and, and, we, and I think what it often requires us to do, too, is to realize, and this is a boundary in and of itself, so I'm glad that we're talking about this, is, is that we can't want it more than they do. No. No, that, that can be really tough to do when you're <laughs> yeah. in a position that you know you can help, right, and you want to help. It's It's hard. You really have to check yourself. That's right. That's right. But it's an incredible act of self-care and yep. self-love yep. when you do choose your peace over, you know, trying to help somebody who's not willing to help themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Could not have said it better. So yeah, let's say someone out there is listening. Well, there's lots of people listening. Let me just be clear. But <laughs> but let's say that someone is hearing this this conversation and it's really like coming at just the right time. But maybe they just, what what sort of simple tips could you offer that could help people get started today on a better path for themselves? Well, number one is an awareness that the way it is now is not working. I, I think that that's really, really crucial 
that you in your own way acknowledge this is no longer working. Because when you say that out loud, Allison, yeah, it becomes real. Um, and I think we all can, you know, say at some point in our lives, we've been in some sort of denial, right? Mm-hmm. And and that denial is just creates resistance. Yeah. Yeah. But when well, we- and I think it's easy to just kind of justify to yourself, you know what, life isn't all that bad. I, I can I can manage. Oh my right? gosh. How many times I said that over my almost 40 years? Yeah. Well, and we all have. I really only started living when I was 40 years old. And I think the second thing I would tell people is it is never too late. Mm-hmm. I, I don't that. care how old you are. It is never too late to prioritize your happiness mm-hmm. and change your circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. But it does start with you. It does start it with what you decide. Does. You're yeah. just you're just going to make yourself available for it. That's right. Yeah. And stop making excuses. Yeah. 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 I love that. Stop making excuses. Awesome. Where you know, can people find you? Where can people reach yes. out to you? Okay. So I am on all the social platforms. Um, you can find me on Instagram at the real R-E-A-L-M-K-Duffy is my handle there. Um, you can also find me at therealmkduffy.com. Um, or you can find me on Facebook at Mary K Duffy, D-U-F-F-Y hyphen Kemper, K-E-M-P-E-R. I'm also on Duffy hyphen Kemper. Yes. Okay. On Facebook, right? Facebook as well as LinkedIn. You can find me there as well. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being here today. I just, um, I really admire you and all of your success and just what you're doing in the world. And um, I just think we we need to keep having these conversations because there are people out there that need to hear it. We do. We really, really do. And us women, we really need to find our voices. The world needs it because, gosh, we're we're incredible, limitless, full of power people. And, um, you know, I, I really my passion, my mission is to really find those women who are asking those questions. I want more or is there more or you know, maybe they're in a transition and helping them to really unlock and unleash that identity Yeah, because the world needs it. We yeah. need you, whoever is listening, we need you to step into your most inspired future because when you do, the world changes. Well, that and when you do, that. some other people will too. That's, right? a, that's what I mean. It, yeah. It's a ripple effect. Yeah. People yeah, around no, you will change and it will be a ripple effect that sometimes you don't even know how wide yeah. it's it's being cast. Yeah. But just trust that when you choose you, the world has a positive impact. Yes. Thousand yes. percent. I know that. I love sure. that. I love that. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know you're busy and I'm I'm glad we were able to make this happen. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Of course, of course. And Stay the course, everybody. Stay the course. (laughs) Folks out there listening, please, there are so many golden nuggets in this episode. This may be one that you want to archive and just kind of have on um, autoplay just for for reminders. Because, you know, let's be honest, we all have our down days. We all have days where we feel like nothing's working or we feel like maybe we're not on the right path. And, um, And I think our conversation today, I think you can find any number of golden nuggets that can hopefully help you along your own self-care journey. This is really why I do this show is to have these conversations and to keep sharing this message because 
Um, maybe you don't need to hear it today, but maybe somebody that you know needs to. So if there's someone in your world that you feel like could benefit from this conversation, please share this with them as a free gift for me. Um, you know, we're on all major podcast platforms. So however you're listening to this, know that we have umpty many other ones where you can find this. So um, we're, there's really no lack of us being able to share it. And look, if you something really landed for you today and you want to chat with me about it, go to my website at www.theallisonk.com and send me a message. You can just write to me right from there. I answer all of my emails. My team, nobody on my team does that. That's solely me. Um, or you can reach out to me through any of my social media channels. I'm on Facebook. I am The Allison K on Instagram. I'm also on LinkedIn as well. Um, I always love to hear from you. And honestly, I feel like a lot of you know a lot about me, but I don't know much about you. So I would love for you to just reach out and say, hey, I really enjoyed this episode. Here's what landed for me. Um, I will write you back. I promise. So thank you for all of your support for me, of my show, of my message, of all the work that we're, that we're doing in the world. Um, if you're looking for a new home and social media, come over and join me in my Facebook community, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. Um, we do all kinds of things in there. You can always hear about how you can stream in and join us. We're always making opportunities available, free to you, of course. Or if you want to get together in person with some of us, we do retreat experiences all year long. And you can come and join us in the Keys, in the Caribbean. Next year, we're taking a group to New Zealand, if that's on your bucket list. Um, so just know that in-person connections with like-minded people and community, putting yourself in the room, right, with people who want to encourage you, inspire you to live your best life, that is exactly what we're here to do. Um, so please know there is a seat for you at the table. Just reach out to me if you'd like to know more information, or you can always go to my website at www.theallisonk.com, and you will always see an updated list of where we are headed. This is Allison Kaskowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one. 